Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. Hey, mamacita. On this episode of the podcast, we're talking about how to increase your ganas, your desire, your drive. So... Yes, that's the episode podcast for today because I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you why I came to wanting to do this episode. I think it's so important, but first I want to clarify for any of you that are listening to this podcast that may not speak Spanish, just in case, I assume that most of you do speak Spanish, but in case you don't, con ganas in Spanish means with drive. So the podcast name Mamas con ganas means women with drive, mamas with drive. So... This word is one of my favorite words in Spanish. Well, obviously, because I chose it for the name of the podcast. But I think that when you are lacking ganas, it really sucks. When you're lacking that motivation or that desire or that drive to do something with your life and, and, with, and in all the different aspects of your life, it really is a downer, right? And of course, we go through really tough moments where we lose, we can lose that drive and those ganas. So I want you to ask yourself, first of all, you know, as we start listening to this episode, as you start listening to this, what's your level of ganas at this moment? Like, where are you at? From like a level of one to 10, are you at like zero ganas with, in terms of your life? Like what's the, how much drive and motivation and desire do you feel towards your life to making it better, to making it the best that it can possibly be? On a scale of one to 10, from zero being like absolutely no ganas, like you have no desire, um, to like a 10 where you're like totally pumped about your life and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much ganas, I don't even know what to do with this energy. Because <laughs> that could be an option as well. So for all of you listening, if you're on the lower scale of the ganas, this episode is for you. It's for you, mamacita. If you feel like you want to like, bump up your nivel of ganas, it's for you. And I'm looking at myself here because I'm recording the episode and I'm, I'm putting it, I put my episodes now on YouTube and you see, I have so many ganas to do this episode that I <laughs> put my headset on all funny. So if you look at me, I'm not, I don't really look like very, um, how, how I say, my hair is not correctly put, but whatever. This is for the ganas, so doesn't matter what my hair looks like. That was just a side comment. Okay, how do you increase your ganas? I was thinking about this a lot this morning because 
I happened to turn on the TV last night. There are very few times or days that I have to actually turn on the TV and see a show. I don't have that much time in my day because I do a lot of activities. I do ballroom dance on on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I work out on Mondays and Wednesdays. I have three boys. They have their their set of activities. And then they have the homework and it's the cooking and making sure that they get their meal and to bed on time. And when I'm not doing that, I'm either sending an audition or taking care of something in the home or helping with the finances with my husband. So I don't have much time to watch TV, but last night I happened to turn the TV on and out of curiosity, and it was like, I was cooking and I was kind of wanting to listen to something. Usually I listen to podcasts. Well, now I know why I listen to podcasts. I turn on the TV, the cable TV, and there was a show on television um, that was called My 600 Pound Life. And I'd never seen that show before. And I just happened to scroll and I saw that and it was so sad. It showed a story about a woman who was 600 pounds and she was having, it was like her journey uh, on of her life and how to basically stop being 600 pounds and like her, she was looking for a surgery to do. And, and I was like, wow, it really saddened me. Cause I could sense in her that her ganas, um, let's say barometer was a really, really low. And as the show progressed a little bit, I saw how she was trying to pump herself up and give herself, you know, some motivation and ganas to get through because it's, it was so hard for her, obviously, at 600 pounds to move. And it was so heart-wrenching. And I literally wanted to go into, if I could transport myself through the TV screen, I would have to hold her hand and tell her, mamacita, there's so much reason. There's so much reason to live. There's so many things waiting for you out there. So I said, you know what? Since I can't do that, I'm going to do the next, the, the, the next best thing, which is transmit to all my mamacitas out there because, you know, obviously this is a, you know, a very extreme case, but I know that sometimes we go through moments in our lives where our barometer of ganas is just really low and we, you know, something really horrible happens. There's tragedies and accidents and pain is inevitable. And sometimes we just need to hear in these difficult moments, like get a pick me up. So I said, I am going to infuse my mamacitas with some ganas and I'm going to share some tips in, on how they can bump up their ganas. So your thermometer is about to go through the roof. I'm going to share some things. Now I, you know, disclosure, um, you know, there was a moment in my life and I know if you've heard my podcast before, you know that I, you know, I, when I was going through my divorce 13 years ago, I went through a depression, like a really bad depression. It was a circumstantial depression. And I ended up being on antidepressives. And it was a moment in time because I felt like my life had flipped upside down. And I didn't, like I, I had the life that I, like I had, I felt like I had a life that I hadn't signed up for. I was so down in the dumps and so depressed that I didn't have any ganas. And I remember waking up and saying to myself, man, I wish I didn't have to wake up. I wish I could just disappear. So 
I know <laughs> firsthand what it feels like to wake up without a purpose. I know what it feels like to wake up without any desire or drive. So, and I'm saying that because if you're out there listening to me and you hear that I'm all energetic and I'm all ready to go and like, that took a lot, a lot of work, a lot of mind work, a lot of mindset, a lot of classes. And I'm not, and of course I go through my days that are not so good. You know, even today, I, not today, but I mean, I go sometimes through days that are better than others. And sometimes I can get in my head and I can go down the rabbit hole of feeling sorry for myself or of, of not feeling so motivated. But now I know how to deal with those things a lot better. Oh, I mean, it's not even, it's not even comparable. How I deal with those things now and the tools that I've learned through self-help and the courses that I've taken and, and all the things that I apply on a day-to-day -day basis really help me keep my level of motivation up. So I know that it's something that's possible. So that being said, I have, I wrote down a couple of things. I'm like, these things will bump up your ganas for sure. Okay. So number one, usually when we find ourselves without any ganas or a desire, we're not dreaming and we're just focusing on what went wrong or on the circumstance that has us depressed and has give, is giving us anxiety or is causing us fear. So the first thing we need to activate when we fall into the trap of not having any ganas is to dream, to start dreaming big and start, it's like a change of focus automatically. So start writing down those things that you want. Instead of focusing on the past and on the things that are still depressing, because normally when we're, basically when we're without any desire or drive, it's because we're focusing on the past or it's some, either something that somebody did or something that we did or something that somebody said to us or a circumstance that we have no control over. So the first thing that you wanna do is to start writing down, what is it that you do want for your future? And so you have to start dreaming again. You gotta start writing down those things that you desire for yourself. And I know that it might be something that you have to force yourself to do at that moment, but it will definitely change your state is to just start dreaming again, visualizing those things that get you pumped. And it's crazy, but as soon as you start visualizing one thing, it will make you start visualizing another thing that you desire and then another thing that you desire. And then all of a sudden you'll realize, oh my gosh, there's still a lot of things that I would like to do with myself. And I think desire and realizing that there are stuff out there for you to do, no matter what has happened, there's still, there's a reason and purpose for why you're here. Then you'll feel automatically better. So one of the fun ways that you can do this is to, and which is a silly way. And is something that I started doing when I was going through my divorce is to start writing a bucket list, a bucket list of things that you want to do. And the reason why it's fun, it's because some of these things in your bucket list could be like things that you didn't even realize that you had a desire for. But when you think about them, they bring you a sense of joy that takes you out of that state of lack of motivation. 
So I remember writing, that was one of the fun things I started to do because I realized, oh, I need to do a bucket list. Now that I'm no longer married and this person is no longer in my life, what are these things that I'm going to do? Things I, I, I was like looking for a list of things that I had never done. And it felt almost like, I don't know, you know, you know how you see the movie? There's a movie about it. There was like retired guys that put a bucket list and they're, they're old, right? They're in like a much older age, but they're like in their 80s and they start writing down a bucket list and, it, and they start doing all these things that they never did when they were young. Well, you can do that at any age, no matter what. Write down like a bucket list and make it fun. So the dream process and the process of envisioning your future self should be fun. Try to make it fun for yourself. Okay, so the, I say that the first thing is that you want to make it fun for yourself. Okay, number two. So if you're thinking to yourself, man, no matter what, I mean, this is not working. The dreaming is not working. Okay, this one, I'm going to get a little bit serious. I do a little lecturing here. Okay, because one of the biggest, 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 biggest takeaways, and I hope I remember this always. Honestly, I think this was like one of the biggest lessons from my, you know, from my depression for overcoming that depression during my divorce, those so many years ago, because now it feels like forever ago. But when I think about it, you know, I can remember the pain of what it felt like. And the biggest lesson, one of the biggest lessons that I learned, because I learned so many things, is that no matter what happens in your life, even if the, the thing that you think is the most sacred is pulled away from you or taken from you, you have to have a purpose. And your purpose can be silly for other people. It can be ridiculous for other people. It has to be purposeful only to you. And let me tell you why I say that it, it can be ridiculous to somebody else. Because I remember that one of the things that took me out of my depression was that I started doing what I loved again. I started auditioning for plays and I started and I got hired to do this musical and I love to dance. Um, and when I dance, I always forget everything. Like the world could be falling apart. But when I go to my dance classes, it is like the best therapy for me. And it might be, dance might be it for you, or it might not be. It might be cooking. It might be art. It might be photography. It might not even be something artistic. It could be, you know, writing. Well, writing is artistic, but it could be something different. It could be, I don't know, whatever it is, but it has to be something that you love deeply. And to basically dive into that world that you love, there has to be something that you love and that thing that you can do even when you're feeling bad that will make you feel better and if you don't have it or if that's been taken away from you search for something else but I made a promise to myself after I went through what I went through and the promise to myself was this is that no matter what was taken away from me no matter what I would find something else and find purpose for my life, no matter what. And I know it can sound extreme, like I made it extreme in my head. Like I said, 
Even if I lose, like I literally put myself in a situation where I imagined everybody that I loved being taken away from me and my children being taken away from me and everything that I could possibly think was a value that I love taken away from me. And I said to myself, even then, I promised myself to find always something to fight for. Because we have to love ourselves so much. Your love for yourself has to be so much. And, and I got to the point where I was like, I will never let another individual take away my desire for living. And my desire, or at least my desire for never giving up on myself. Never giving up on myself. So if you find yourself with little ganas, inject your life with more of that which you love. I find that it is magical and I can't speak enough of it. You, we sometimes neglect ourselves from the things that we most love. We sometimes don't let ourselves do those things that we love. And we don't have to do them for two hours a day. But even if we bring it to our daily life a little bit and we make it a priority so that we love ourselves, And so that we remind ourselves that no matter what, we are going to be okay. Because the truth of the matter is, mamacita, even if we don't like it, we were born alone, pretty much. And we're going to die alone. <laughs> I mean, we were the ones that came in through there, you know. And we, all of a sudden, we're brought on earth. And one day we'll go and we'll go alone. So we need to be okay with ourselves in our own skin by ourselves. Okay. I hope that hmm, will give you some motivation. Okay. Okay. This one's super important. Physical activity. If you want to have more ganas in your life, I don't care who you are. <laughs> you need some physical activity. Physical activity, even if you don't want to do it in the beginning, will give you more energy. It's funny because I was talking about with my husband yesterday. Um, he had a hard night's sleep and he says to me, oh my God, I did the worst thing last night right before I went to, uh, he went to his class, the, his jujitsu class with the boys. He had a coffee because he was really tired at the end of the day. And he's like, I needed some energy. So I had a coffee. Well, the coffee, he doesn't take coffee well at night. And the middle of the night, he woke up like at two o'clock in the morning and he had some insomnia at night. And um, I said to him, you know, I was really, really tired also because when he went to jujitsu, I did my virtual online uh, workout class. And I was almost about to say, I'm not doing it. I'm too tired. I had a very long day. Yesterday was also the first day that my kids and I woke up at six o'clock in the morning. We retook the routine again. Um, everybody went back to school and it was really tough. I'm not going to lie. Waking up at six o'clock in the morning again. But, you know, I realized that when I started exercising, even though I didn't want to do it, I really didn't want to work out last night. And I almost, I like literally almost canceled. I just forced myself to do it even if I didn't want to. Because guess what? Action precedes motivation. You got to take action and then you get motivated. And it's really interesting that five minutes in to the workout class, I got into it and my energy level went up like immediately. And I always find that when I don't want to exercise and I'm feeling low in energy and I force myself to do it anyways, I'm always 
I always find that I have more energy after I exercise because physical activity gives us more energy and gives us more drive. Exercise could also be like, for example, for me, exercise is a way that is one of the places and areas where I get my best ideas when I'm either showering or exercising. And it invigorates not only our mind, but our spirit. So if you're feeling without ganas, needless to say, do something physical. Whether it's go dancing or go walking or go running, anything that you like. Go do, take a martial arts class, whatever. But get physical and you'll see how much better you feel. No matter what you're going through. Okay, let's see here. Oh, this is a really important one, Mamacita. This is so, 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 so important. Okay. Number four. If you want more ganas, you have to refuse to feel sorry for yourself. You can't do it. You can't feel sorry for yourself. Feeling sorry for yourself will only make your level of ganas go down. Because you all have all the excuses to stay in a depressed state. So if you want to get more motivated, you need to stop indulging in the emotion of feeling like the victim or like feeling sorry for yourself. It doesn't do you any good. <laughs> and believe me, I have been there. I have done that. And now whenever I feel inclined or tempted to start to feel sorry for myself because I think it's a natural human tendency. When something goes wrong, when something's bad, you have the tendency, we have the tendency of like feeling sorry for ourselves, but you got to catch yourself and don't indulge in that emotion or let it pass, but observe it as it comes and don't stay stuck in that. Refuse to feel sorry for yourself. Because when we feel sorry for ourselves, we're never looking for solutions. We're just focusing on the problem and we stay stuck in that poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me, poor me. Instead of shifting our focus elsewhere and seeing what exciting things we could do with our lives. So refuse, mamacita, to feel sorry for yourself no matter what. I know sometimes we need to grieve and that's okay. Pain is a part of life. It's inevitable, but suffering is optional to stay in there. And if you got to cry it out, cry it out, but then pick yourself back up. Pick yourself back up. And then after you let that wave of sadness pass, let's go. And sometimes when we're going through something really hard and really tough, you know, um, our energy can come down with some news. Like in my case, when I was going through my situation, I was going through a very long drawn out divorce process. So it was very stressful. And it was like that for two years. So I would be like picking myself up, you know, trying to regain my strength. And then I'd have to go to like a court hearing or, I'd, you know, or I'd have to deal with something that was unpleasant and then it would bring my energy right back down. But we got to keep pushing ourselves up and lifting ourselves up. And you know whose responsibility it is? 
to lift ourselves up only ours. Sometimes we want to feel sorry for ourselves and shift the responsibility of us feeling good to another person. But in reality, we feel good with ourselves because we make it a decision and we decide it. It's a decision. It truly is a decision. So I'll say it one more time. Refuse to feel sorry for yourself. Okay. Number five. I've said it once. I've said it twice. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. <laughs> in order to boost your ganas, listen to the right content constantly. So there is like, I have a list of my go-to content that I listen to on a constant basis because I know it's a type of content that keeps me motivated. So, and I love listening to these people because they light me up. They keep me, they keep me grounded. They don't tell me the things I want to hear sometimes, but they tell me the truth. And don't we all, I want to be told the truth. I don't know about you, but I want to be told the truth. I don't want to be told that everything is sugar plum fairies when it's not right. We are discussing some serious stuff here. Like the fact that sometimes life is, is challenging. And so in order to face those challenges, we got, we have to in like, we have to infuse our minds with the right beliefs with the right. And when I say right, I mean, positive with like people that lift you up. So there are people out there. There's a lot of content out there that's super positive that you can, that you can listen to of people who get you motivated. And those are the type of people that you want to listen to all the time. You want to be surrounded by that energy where you feel that you're lifted, even if you don't know the person. And this is why I think it's so, this is why I love podcasting so much. And I find like it's such an intimate medium because although you and I are not like next to each other physically, we are literally, I'm able to share with you my thoughts. And I know that, and I listen, I, I, I'm very grateful for the time and the space that you're give that you give to me, because I know that time is very precious. So if you're going to listen to me, I hope that you're listening to me because I, I make you feel a little lighter, a little happier, a little bit more positive. And I hope that I give you more hope for your life and for all the possibilities that are out there for you. And my suggestion is to fill yourself with a library of people whose content lifts you up because that will Bring your ganas right up, 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 up. I know that when I was going through my situation, I, I listened to Oprah a lot. I remember she had just um, released her O channel, the, 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 uh, the own channel. And I was, I was listening to her a lot, to a lot of her programming because it was making me feel good. And, and if I felt good, my ganas and my motivation increased. So make sure that you are surrounding yourself with positive content that fuels you with the ganas that you need. Okay, this one's silly. 
But mamacita, it's true. It's true. And I have yet to find a person who says this isn't true. But if you're feeling a little bit less than, and you're just, you know, there's a simple thing that you can do to make yourself feel a little bit better. And it's to dress up. <laughs> and I know that sounds super silly, but you know, normally when we are feeling down, our physical appearance tends to mirror the way we're feeling. So a lot of times when we're feeling when we're feeling down, we don't and we don't want to get out of bed or we're just like feeling horribly, normally our you know, the way we do our like our it reflects in a lack of hygiene or in a lack of um of dressing up, of getting dressed up. Because I don't know about you, but I don't wear sweats to a party. <laughs> Maybe if it was a party where everybody wore sweats. But when you're going to go to a party and you're going to go to a celebration, you dress up for the occasion, right? Because it's a joyous occasion. So you make it into like a big deal. Well, if you're going to take life as a celebration, then it might help to dress up a little bit particularly on those days where we really don't feel like it is when we have to do it even more. And I know for me, I know that everybody loves makeup, but I know for me when I put some makeup on and I put, you know, my, um, how do you call it? The, uh, the mascara, it automatically, I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh. <laughs> opens up my eyes a little bit. And this year I made a conscious decision to just dress up more and I feel that when I dress up more and I take care of myself more, I feel better. And I do it for myself, not for anybody else. I want you to do that for yourself. Dress up for you. So that when people ask you, oh, you look so nice. Where are you going? You're like, nowhere. What are you celebrating? I'm, you can say, I'm celebrating myself. <laughs> I'm celebrating my beautiful self. There doesn't have to be a reason to dress up. It could just be for the mere fact that you are trying to pick yourself up. And it does work. It does work. Okay. This one. Yep, yep, yep. Important things here, mamacita. If you want to increase your ganas, okay? Because I feel that people with lack of ganas and people who really need ganas, they compare themselves a lot with others. So the next tip for increasing the amount of motivation you have in your life is to stop comparing yourself with others. If you fall into the comparison trap, normally we start feeling, and obviously me included, when I fall into that trap, I can get down on myself and down in the dumps really, really quickly. Because I'll start feeling like I'm not, you can start feeling like you're not enough or that you're not worthy, or you're not talented enough, and you go down that whole thing. So if you are having a hard time, um, sometimes it's honestly, you just have to shut whatever it is that if, we're, if you're comparing yourself to other people in social media, and you find yourself not using social media for connection, but using social media to feel bad for yourself, then don't use it. Disconnect yourself for a while and start like just living your life. 
and being more intentional with your own life instead of looking to somebody else and what they're doing and what they're spending, what they're buying and what they, and the house that they live in and the car that they drive. And nowadays, I think that the trap of comparison is a lot more intense because we can fall into it a lot more, a lot faster because it's so accessible, like having access to other people's lives, you know, but I think it's something that, um, we need to really be mindful um, if we want to, if we're not in a good space and we want to have more motivation is to stop comparing yourself to others and go back to that one that I said, which is dream for yourself. And if somebody has something that you desire, send them good energy and then put it on the list of things that you also want to accomplish. And focus on how you can go about attaining that thing for yourself and make it come from a, from a, a place of like excitement for your own life and the possibilities for you. Okay. And the last tip that I'm going to give you is might seem a little bit contradictory to, but I'm going to say it anyways, because interestingly enough, it's the first thing that came to mind when I was watching the show yesterday. And I, and I was observing this poor girl who couldn't even get out of bed. And I was thinking like, wow, you know, what would be, what would help her? What would, what would, mo you know, what would give her some motivation? What would push her? Because sometimes... Let's be honest. I don't know about you, but I know this is true for me. <laughs> Very true for me, mamacita. Sometimes I don't need a nudge. Like, sometimes a nudge is not enough. Sometimes I need a, like, a big push. And when I mean a big push is sometimes loving words. Yes, people talk about, oh, talk nicely and da-da-da-da-da-da. But sometimes what we do what we need are not nice words. What we need is like a wake-up call. And that's what I mean by a push, by something that makes us react. And we need to be told the truth because I think sometimes people try to make everything so flowery and they beat around the bush and they don't say things as they are. And I personally, like what made me snap out of my, out of my misery was hearing things that were difficult. Like, for example, the thing that I said earlier, which is stop making yourself the victim and stop and like refuse to take to feel sorry for yourself. And when you're feeling sorry for yourself, that's the last thing that you feel like hearing. And with this last one, I feel like it might be come across as something that's harsh to hear, but sometimes we need to hear it. And it's this, we need to, and this is easier for me to say in Spanish than in English, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it in English anyways. We need to expect more of ourselves. I feel like when our expectations and our standards, we raise our standards, we have less tolerance for our own bullshit. That's the reality. And we just do what we got to do to push through. 
And somehow in that pushing through, we find the motivation. And again, that goes along side by side with what I had said earlier, which is sometimes you don't feel like doing something, but when you start doing something, it gives you that momentum to start and then you feel motivated. And in, in the sense that action precedes motivation. So when we don't feel like it, we got to do it. And then we'll actually start feeling like doing it. And I think with ganas, with people, if you just wait around for ganas to come and find you, you're screwed. <laughs> I think so. I think you got you to gotta, first, you got to move. And then the ganas will come find you. And once you move, like help yourself. I'm telling you. Ganas will come and find you. And then that ganas will give you more ganas. And that more ganas will give you even more ganas. And then you'll be on a roll. It's the same thing the other way around. So expect more of yourself. Like don't stop tolerating less than. Raise your standards in wherever, whatever area of your life you're unhappy in. Raise your standard for yourself. And the thing is that sometimes it's painful when we raise our standard because it forces us to, us to look at our truth. It forces us to, to look at ourselves honestly in the mirror and say, okay, if you, for example, if, you, if there's a goal that you've been wanting to meet at work and you just simply haven't done it, perhaps you need to come face to face in the mirror and look at all the things that you're not doing and you got to raise your standard and, and step up. You raise your standards and you're like, this is what's acceptable versus this. Now for me, this is what's acceptable. Your life will change. As soon as you raise your standards for yourself, you'll meet the new standards. And if you don't, it means your standards aren't really there. You say that they're there, but they're not really there. And I, listen, all of this work, I'm constantly doing in my, in my head also as well. In the areas that I find that I could improve, that I could be better in, I, I say to myself, what's my standard for this part of my life, for this area of my life? What am I tolerating that is making me unhappy? And that if I were to step up and raise my standards, I wouldn't tolerate. Because in life, whether we like it or not, we don't get what we deserve. We get what we tolerate. So yeah, this is a ramble, mamacita. Ramble, ramble, ramble. But I felt like, okay, I'm going to go in all force. I'm going to be brutally honest with mamacitas. And if they want more ganas, they need to do these things. And if you practice all those things that I said, and you still are missing some ganas, because there's a purpose for you. I'm here to tell you, God loves you. Whether you believe in God or not, God loves you. There's a purpose for your life. You're put on this planet for a reason. Go find out what it was. If you don't know what the reason is, if you don't have a purpose, find it. Go. Let's go. Find it. And have fun along the way. Inject your life with fun. Oh, you know what? I'm going to make that my last tip. There you go. My word for the year. If you heard the episode last week, I was talking about that the fact that I choose a theme for each year. And this year, I chose that my word and my theme for the year was going to be fun. You inject fun into your life, mamacita, into all the different areas of your life and watch your ganas go from zero 
to 10. Because the reality is that even hard work can be fun. All it takes is a mindset switch. And figure out how to make, if you don't like to work out and you want to work out, figure out how to make the work, workouts fun for you. Not for anybody else, but for you. Whatever it is that you want to do, figure out how you can make it fun so that you actually go after the life that you really, truly desire. I would love to hear your thoughts and comments on this episode. Go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 117. This episode will also be available en español. I love you. Dale, con muchas ganas, que tú sí puedes. Besitos, besitos, besitos. Chao. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos. <laughs>